You ready? Hi friends! What's up y'all? Welcome back to Black Millennial. We've missed you. We know you've missed us. Yeah, I definitely miss y'all. It's been like the world been hectic. So much in, like, BS going week. on. Yes, yeah, so much, so much, so much that we have to talk about and discuss. Um today episode is sponsored by taking a walk with your cousins. Sometimes you just need that walk with your cousins. Absolutely. You know, y'all know which walk we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that walk. <laughs> but I also want to say shout out to us because this is episode 10. Yes. And you and I have been very excited about episode 10. So yes, episode 10. Shout out to, to 10. Sydney and Ryan and the entire Black Millennial, black millennial team. team for making this happen. Um, roll up a blunt. Let's get high as fuck. It's 420. Um, well, it ain't 420 now, but it ain't never. I mean, it don't got to be 420 to get high as shit. If I'm trying to say, like, oh, like that blunt up. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> today mood is sponsored by a TikTok, actually. Um, so it tell so apparently in the, in the TikTok, your body tells you what it need to like, well, I, I'm, I think I'm saying it wrong, but your body tells you what it needs. Mm -hmm. You guys know that your body will literally tell you what it needs. All you have to do is listen to it. Marijuana! Marijuana! TikTok really is hilarious. Big like, I spend like hours on this like app. Like, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, y'all all should download it. Like, real rap. Like, I don't know how it. people are so funny. I love TikTok. If, like, the rebrand of Vaughn into like tiktok it's like top tier perfect like, for sure absolutely like so are you ready sure. to like this episode is going to have a lot of highlights but it's also really heavy so just a trigger warning for anybody listening yes definitely trigger warning um it's very heavy um i can't sugarcoat it because it's, it's some very heavy stuff um you know like you know, with our podcast, we just start conversations and um, spark dialogue that, you know, I feel like a lot of people aren't having discussions that a lot of people aren't having or like, you know, we just like we're thought, we're very thought provoking. So um, today topic and just like what the entire episode revolves around is very heavy. So um, I hope you guys are prepared because <laughs> we got some shit to talk about. Um, so. Let's you want to take it away, Sydney? It. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, then you know this past week, um, the murderer of George Floyd was found guilty on all three charges brought against him. Um, I think it was like second degree, third degree, and like an unintentional manslaughter charge. I think um he'll mm -hmm. be sentenced in a few weeks. I'm hoping that he gets all 75 years, because I think they all like amounted to 75 and i hope that he serves them consecutively and not concurrent so his ass mm -hmm. basically dies in jail 
Yeah, I heard he was actually on Suicide Watch, which is crazy. <sighs> yeah. See, the thing about that. Okay, first of all, let's let's take a broader view because everybody, people who listen to this podcast and people who know me personally, know that I'm not a fan of the carceral carceral system. So I don't really mm-hmm. believe in prisons, but since we have them, like like this is just what we have to deal with right now. This is right. what law and order consists of in the United States of America. Nigga, you or well, he's not a nigga, but this man knew exactly what he was doing when he did it. And so now you want to say, oh, I just I'd rather kill myself than deal with the consequences of taking someone else's life, I think is um, is it's bullshit. I think it's a bullshit claim. And I hope they put his ass in gym pop. <laughs> GP. For sure. Um, so the question that we wanted to highlight was, you know, like after such an emotional moment for black people mm-hmm. and, you know, like not even just like the George, I don't like seeing the George for a trial because he's not on trial, but the Derek Shaw and whatever mm-hmm. his fucking name, Derek Coochie trial. Hi, <laughs> Derek Coochie. Um, he you know like not just from that but like you know we had recent killings of like um dante Wright, um um makaya bryant and just like so much trauma that we endured in like just like the past leading first of all leading up to the verdict let's talk about that Mm -hmm. like during the trial and you know like after such like an emotional like moment where do we go from here and you know like us you know like because you know we have like a writer's room and we talk about like you know the episode and things like that and when we was coming up with this episode i necessarily couldn't answer the question because i don't know where we go like i don't know where we go i don't know and i think it's like a it's like I don't, I wouldn't say it's, that's the beauty of it because I would love to like have like a, okay, where do, where do we go now? But I think what's so important and what's so like, so like, I don't want to say decent, but like what's so like, let's just say important about our story is that we don't know where we're going. Everything is just so like spontaneous mm-hmm. and like, um, that's just like our story like we just don't know where we're going and shit just like if you told me in 2016 that somebody a cop would be guilty for a murder i would call bullshit so that's why i say like you know like i don't know where we go like shit just like shit just happens Mm -hmm. and when i was like so when i like so when I was like waiting for the vertical, whatever, because like, you know, they said that the verdict going to be had today or whatever, or like, I think we didn't know like when the day of the verdict was going to like the day of the verdict, like basically it was deliberating and I went to sleep and I woke up maybe like 30 minutes before the verdict actually got read. And I woke up, I went downstairs and it was just me, my mom, and my grandma. And I, I asked my grandma, I was like, you know, my grandma, I'm like 62, 63. I, asked, I was like growing up to like, I knew shit happened like this, but like, was it very vibrant to her? And she was just like, yeah, it happened, but it wasn't like 
plastered all over the place. Like it wasn't like we all we didn't have video cameras. Like you know, news wasn't as like big as it is now Mm -hmm. and like you know like news isn't a form of entertainment like it wasn't a form of entertainment back in the day so i was like damn that's crazy so i'm just sitting there looking at the verdict and it's a guilty 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 and i got so emotional because it's like i've been an activist since 2013 and I think with a lot of us, like, you know, I'm 20, I'll be 23 in August. I think with a lot of my generation with Gen Zers, Gen Zers our activism came from social media first. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, with the whole Trayvon Martin and Black Lives Matter, like that was our first form of activism. And I remember the entire Trayvon Martin, like the story, how everything went down. I remember going to school, like I mean, my my teacher talking about it. Like, I remember it like... I remember like I would just remember that shit like I just remember like it's very vivid it's a very vivid remember memory and I just started crying because I'm just like I've been like fighting this fight since eighth grade Mm. and I'm thinking about all the people before me that been fighting this fight for 400 plus years and Yes, there have been small victories, but it was the first time I ever felt some type of, yes, like, wow, I f- like we found, I felt some type of like, finally, like, wow, I feel relieved. And I just started crying and I was just like, I was crying. I'm like, it finally, like, I'm getting emotional right now, but I was just like, it finally happened. Like, we finally got something like, this just like, it's like, it was like a beautiful thing. I'm just like someone is finally being held accountable for killing someone Mm -hmm. and you would really think that after seeing a video of someone being killed that that would be enough but in this country it's it's never enough never like we all seen the video of this man laying on someone's neck for eight fucking minutes Mm mm-hmm Eight minutes, not one minute, not 30 seconds, eight minutes. Like, that's crazy. So I I was just like, I was so emotional and my mom started crying and she was just like, it has been so long. And I'm just like, I'm looking at her and she's like 40 something. And I'm just like, this is just like crazy. Like, and I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I just like, I couldn't believe it. and. A part of me was like, okay, yeah, I know this isn't like, this isn't like, okay, well, racism is over and like police brutality is over, but like, we still have a long ass way to go. And that's what a part of me was happy. A part of me was relieved, but there was always that feeling like we still got a long way to go. This is only one story. Like, this is, this is only one story. And it's like we still have so many people to fight for. Well, think about the people who whose story haven't made the news or made TV. Yep. Like it's people in my city that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, what the fuck? Like I'm like, yo, this happened. And I think that we get so wrapped up in the news telling us everything that we start forgetting how important our community is. Mm-hmm. Like. 
we should know when shit happened like that. I shouldn't be like, wait, this happened? I shouldn't have that thought like, wait, this really happened in my city? Like, this happened like three blocks away from me and I didn't notice? But we're so consumed with, you know, like, I appreciate the media for, I appreciate real journalism, authentic journalism. But I think that a lot of times news is like a form of entertainment and it exploits our pain and our trauma. And it's 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 it's, it's heavy, y'all. Like I can't even like I'm trying to I'm like I, I'm really like I'm rambling right now, but it's like it's like I I really just like it, it, it's hard. Like it really is hard. And yeah, like I really like I told y'all this out in a, in a, um in the meeting. I was just like I was really trying to escape this feeling for the longest because I knew like this feeling of relief but also the feeling of i still have to fight was coming and when the whole dante Wright thing happened and i'm just like i'm just like i was you know i'm for sure like damn that's crazy like i hope everything is okay like i still was researching everything but like when it comes to social media i get very triggered from stuff like that mm-hmm. and i'm just like let me just like try to like chill from social media for a minute while all this is going on and i'm just like because i know how wrapped up in this i can get i know how triggered i can get and i'm just like i just try to block it out but when you're a black person in america when you're a black man in america when you're a black woman in america there's no escaping it there's no escaping your reality Facts. Exactly. There's no escaping it. And I'm just like, I'm just, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do this. I just want to like chill and watch movies. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get on social media and see anything about that. I just don't want to see it. And that's not hundred. That's not my reality. I can't, I'm not white. That's the white reality. That's the, I can turn my phone off and watch movies all day and never think about this. and still go out and walk my dog and never have to think about it again. That's the white reality. But the black reality, I still have to deal with it. I can cut it off. I can cut my phone off. But in the back of my head, I know if I walk out my fucking door and walk down the street, a cop could pull me over and kill me. So it's like, it's just crazy. It, it really is crazy, man. Like, it's just crazy. What's your thoughts? Because I've been like talking for like 10 minutes now. So <laughs> I for sure want to hear you. I just for sure want to hear your thoughts and like. Where do we go next, like, after, like, this whole thing? That's, I don't want to say emotional moment, because it's still a moment. Like, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not like, it's no end. It's no, like, dead end. Like, it's still a thing that's, like, reoccurring. So, like, where do we go next? Um, like I said in the meeting, it's it's time for us more now than ever to just put our foot on the gas and just keep it there. Um, and it's going to take all of us. It's literally going to take a community. Um, for instance, like there's a movement now on social media, basically like helping the young lady who actually filmed, um, Mm -hmm. George Floyd's murder because she's like a teenager and she was getting death threats about it. And so the black community in Minneapolis was like, hell nah, y'all not about to play her like that. And they're like rallying around her to protect her and take care of her and make sure she's straight. Um, because she played such a pivotal role in this whole scenario. Also, um, the week before last, this young black guy was confronted by one of his 
white neighbors and the entire <laughs> community in South Carolina <laughs> was like, all right, you want to intimidate one person when he's walking by himself. Like, what are you going to do when it's a whole crowd of us? What are you going to do when it's a hundred of us, 150 of us? And that's what it's going to take because I think in my eyes, I feel like people who do not like the black community have realized how easy it is to divide us. And they've been mm-hmm. capitalizing on that for so long. And all it takes is for like us to just be like, you know what? No more of this. Like it literally takes a village to protect and provide for all of us. And that's what we're going to have to do. Like, I know, you know, everybody wants to mind their business and, you know, focus on themselves right now. But if you're somewhere you're out and you see a black person in distress, you know, like it's literally going to take you like you know, stepping up and being like, what's up? How can I help? Blah, blah, blah. Because that's what we're seeing. Like anytime there's been, you know, a conviction of a police officer, it's because the witnesses who are around were like, no, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, could you, well, I don't even, oof, I don't even want to think about it, but like with Trayvon Martin, the only people that were out there or the only people who have, you know, that we know have knowledge of that situation where Trayvon and his murderer. Like if somebody else had been out there that night or somebody, you know, had just seen something. Life could have been saved. Yeah. Or even, you know, if they couldn't save his life, that could, their testimony could have been the difference between George Zimmerman walking and his ass being in prison for life. So it's really going to take all of us. I want us to love each other more. I want us to really be a community. I remember like growing up, if I would be out somewhere and like an older black woman would give me that stare like, girl, all right now, you know, I would like get in line because that's just what it was. You know what I'm saying? I felt like that sense of familiarity Mm -hmm. just because she was black. I want us to get back to that. I think that's that's how we protect each other. Just knowing like shit, I may not know you from a can of paint, but you look like me. So I'm gonna trust you. Yo, I just like you was talking and I was really tearing up because like I don't know, like this sucks. Big time. Like this shit really like it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like it really sucks, y'all. Like to think that your life could be taken away and fucking seconds over nothing over literally nothing and like you go about life trying to achieve so many things like just think about the human body and the things that we go through and the shit that we achieve just on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. like we wake up and we open our fucking eyes nobody thinks that i'm about to get pulled the fuck over and or just like i'm walking down like it's just like crazy to me like it's Mm -hmm. just like really mind fucking blowing how everything that we do is so it's just like i just i can't even i don't even have the words to describe it because i live it exactly (laughs) like so i don't even have the words to describe it because i live it every day and i thank god that i have never been in that situation before but i also have to like prepare for it yeah because i like 
I walked in the streets at night too. Right. Yes. I got cousins. I got uncles. I got friends. Shit, I got people that I like on, like I, I talk to mutuals on social media yes. that goes outside and just walk. That could be anybody. And it's just, it, it's like the thought of just like your life ending like that. Yeah. It's such a sobering reminder because it's like, these are people whose like names I should never know. Like I have no reason nope. to know Makaya's name. Yo, she was a teenager in video, Columbus, Ohio. Like, why would I ever? Like, our paths would never cross. I seen the video and I put my head in my pillow and I screamed so loud. It's it's sad, and it's, it's like, so it's so random. It doesn't depend on. It doesn't matter what city you're in. It doesn't matter if you went to college. It doesn't matter if you graduated from high school. None of that shit matters if you're black. Like, that's it. That's all it takes. And it's just like... Are we... It's just like people just be looking like, it's all right. Like, we're really dying. Yeah. Like, we're dying. We're dying. Like, we're... Like, our bodies are being distinguished. There's a hashtag every day I get... I wake up in the morning. I just woke up this morning, and there's this guy that got... Well, he he got shot and killed by police. I don't know if he's in critical condition still, but I want it. It's like, is it? Pen, I don't know where is it. Yo, I'm sorry, but I like getting the stories right, so I have to like really get in my phone real fast. But his car, something happened with his car. He called the police, and the police picked him up and took him home. Right? Mm-hmm. He got home. He called the police again. No. He called the police because he wanted to go back to his car. The police arrived, shot him 10 fucking times. Bro, they took him home. He called the police again so he can go back to his car. They shot him 10 times. Yeah. and this, Who do we call? The sickest part about all of this is that no matter how much evidence we have, there are always going to be people who will justify the police in situations like this. Yep. It's like they don't even His see name our humanity. Is Isaiah Brown. Sick Isaiah shit. Brown in Virginia. So what's his name? New. Um. But. Okay. So okay. I wanna. I wanna keep it moving. Um. The next thing that has a huge. It has a huge chunk of this. Is like where we talk about accountability. We want to mm-hmm. hold the police accountable, but we also want to be accountable for our own resources. So when it comes to like mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, the organization, they've been in the news a lot because old girl was like buying, she bought like a multi-million dollar house in the hills or some shit like that. Um, so we got to talk about this funny money. Where's the money coming from and where's this money going? Um, parents of children who have been killed by the police have been coming out and being like, we haven't seen a dime. Like I'm still on wick. I'm still, you know, struggling to keep the lights on. Like I've seen no money from black lives matter. So my question is where the hell is this money going? I think about how such a savage capitalism is. Oh, don't get me started. Like don't get me started. I'm thinking about like, we're really dying and there's people out here that's really fucking exploiting us and making money yeah they're making like, money making off bank of it from it a huge making come up bank bank from it like and it's crazy because 
you would really stop you would like really just like stop and just like think about it like on some like real shit like there's people dying out here and you're like really capitalizing off it like are you okay like there's like parents grieving Mm -hmm. grieving kids 13 year old kids yeah. That's being killed, and you're sitting up here stuffing your fucking pockets buying luxury cars and million dollar houses and shit with it. Are you fucking okay? Like this is the part that I really dislike, and this is the part where I really think that we really should start holding each other accountable with our resources. Mm-hmm. Because I think yes, I do think that Black Lives Matter is very important to activism. That's important to history. That's important to our progression as Black people. But there's also this underbelly where members that who have who have created the Black Lives Matter movement and took advantage took advantage of people's stories. Um. There's no way that the victims of the family, you know, the family victims of police brutality should be out here making statements saying that they're the money that was raised for them or raised for the cause wasn't distributed correctly. That's a problem. Right. That's that's a problem. I just I, I don't like it's just like. Everything is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, y'all. I like, just want to see their like, financial statements. Maybe I'm just too much of a fucking socialist, but it's like, yo, people really just be out here fucking like taking advantage of people. Like, yeah. we're all humans living on Earth. Like, do y'all understand that part? Or are we just like wrapped up in money and celebrity and just like everything? Or are we just like, do y'all understand that we're also existing bodies? Like, and we're being killed? Like, we're being hunted? Like, is everything okay? Like, what the fuck is, I don't know. Like, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just don't know what's going on. Like, I just, maybe we should just be fucking people up. Let's just like beat people the fuck up. Like, fuck all this, like, talking. I say we beat people to fuck up because th- that's i'm just tired of talking at some point like i'm tired of talking i'm tired of talking i'm really just tired of talking like i just like i can't wrap my i'm tired of wrapping my mind around it okay yeah i just like this shit is exhausting it's honestly, absolutely exhausting um, i also think i also think what we don't understand is that we don't understand the importance of community Mm-hmm. I just don't think we understand the importance. Like we run this shit, and I want us to stop putting power into other people, thinking that we need a savior, thinking that we need a leader. Um, I think leadership come in packs. I don't think there's one leader. Um, that's just how I think. That's how I believe. Um, I just think that like you know like when you got one leader it like creates a hierarchy I'm just like oh no that's like a whole different conversation but I really think that we need to understand the importance when it comes to community and like when we really like understand that we running shit like we really running shit what we say goes and Mm -hmm. I was like it's crazy because I was watching this like documentary you should really check it out and people like you know people that listen to this y'all should check out this documentary on HBO called 40 years a prisoner or 40 years like something but um 
it's ba- it basically um discusses like this um this guy um he's the son he's the son of two um move members um his mom and his his mom and his dad was put away in jail for 40 years because of a quote unquote cop murder that happened during this like move raid that happened back in the late 70s early 80s i can't get the dates right but it like that documentary really like made me like realize how important community is because you had these move members right that didn't play by the rules of any fucking white person right that went about life in a whole totally different way and the entire city was intimidated by by these people they was really just living life differently and how intimidated they are like it just made me it just made me like it just made me think like how important community is like i don't know like like it just like they was really fucking intimidated by these people and all these people was just living life differently like they really starved kids like they really cut utilities off of them people and like starved kids like it's i don't know man i'm just rambling right now but it's just wild it's just wild it's wild it's wild i'm tired of living this life I'm tired <laughs> So our second point under um, motives and thoughts is how do we celebrate victories? Like how do we rest and recharge? And the first thing is staying in good company, you know, Mm. Um, like with coronavirus, it forced us to like separate and isolate for so long. But now like we're back to we're getting back to like loving on each other and be able to like physically see each other and go out. And I think that that has a huge part in like healing us as as a community, mm-hmm. because we some people need that, you know, like Zoom is cool, but some people need right. that physical touch. Some people need that reassurance to know, like, I got your back no matter what, like, cheers, let's mm-hmm. have a drink and let's fellowship and let's lo- really love on one another, you know, um, right. and we need it. I think. I think my favorite thing to celebrate victories is looting. Put your boots on. <laughs> Put on your boots. It's still time to loot. <laughs> no, no, but um, seriously, like looting is like cool. It's really funny. I think I think you know I'm pro looting, but um, to, for me, celebrating victories, I always like like being surrounded by like loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it just make me feel like um. It just made me feel loved. Like I just like celebrate my victory with the ones that I fucking love. Like it, it feels amazing. Like to celebrate with the with your loved ones, celebrate with your friends and your family, the people that love you, the ones that support you. That's how I celebrate victories. Um, I know that we say like you know the whole Derek Shaw and trial really wasn't like it was a small victory, mm-hmm. but um, I think that when the verdict came back, we all had some shit and we was like yes finally like that was like a small victory to us we're like yes finally we got some like and to be around my mom and to be around my grandma when something like that happened um it was something it was something very rememberable um like i said like my mom cried with me um it was just like like it was something rememberable and like we didn't celebrate like we didn't jump up and down we didn't like you know go fucking pop bottles but um we 
were surrounded by each other. We loved on each other. We cried together because we know how important important this story is. Mm-hmm. We know how important this trial was. Um, were. Um, but yeah, like yeah. um, uh, that's how I celebrate my victories. Uh, I like being surrounded by loved ones, and looting, of course, getting free shit. Um, I think that we should just have like a national reparation day where we just like. Just go to like a fucking big ass target and you got to grab whatever you want. Yeah. I wish everyone would have still looted like cities and states were calling right. out the National Guard. And I would like we should have just given them that damn satisfaction. Like, OK, mm-hmm. you. All right. We'll show y'all. And we should have just looted like in celebration, like how white people do when their teams win, whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. Them, they go crazy. They flip cars in the streets. They climb up light poles. They TP like the entire town. That's what we should have done. <laughs> That's right. really what we should have done. But also, like one last thing about the um, Derek Chauvin trial that I think is important to um, note is that I feel like black people um, we fell into like three categories with the with the trial. Um. One group of us was like super duper excited, just like finally, you know, it's a sigh of relief. We finally mm-hmm. got one. We got a W about time, blah, blah, blah. Then there was a group of us who took this for what it was, understood that this was a hollow victory, but know that there's still work to do. And then like the third group of us were just like, no, fuck that. Like, Y'all still playing in our faces. I don't accept this shit. I'm not excited about it. I'm not happy. This isn't justice, blah, blah, blah. And I think all three of those feelings are super valid. So, like, no matter where you fall in those three categories or if you fall in between, you know, two of those categories. Can you fall? Can you fall on all three? Yeah, absolutely. But I want you to, I want people to understand it and take it for what it is because. On one end of the spectrum, black people like are exhausted. So if we get a victory, Mm -hmm. you know, they have the right to celebrate that and feel like finally, you know, I got to win finally, you know, but they're like, it's totally valid. Also, if you like, no, like y'all about to, y'all not going to play with this. This is hollow as hell. Y'all basically are just throwing us a bone and like, Mm -hmm. this isn't justice. No matter where you fall in between that is valid. And I just wanted to express that to everybody listening i definitely appreciate that and that was like a very uh important like important thing to say because um that's why i asked you i said can you fall on all three Mm -hmm. and the reason why i say that is because that's how i felt i felt every one of i felt like because when i got up when i got on twitter i seen that makaya bryant was killed um so being black is hard Mm-hmm. you're you're at you're at war i'm not gonna say you're at war with yourself a lot but when it comes to certain things you're really at war with yourself because it's like okay am i supposed to feel like this is it wrong that i feel like this um should i f- like is it okay like and i think when it comes to black people expressing themselves about situations of genocide let's say that Mm -hmm. because i think it's a genocide um i think all your feelings is i think everybody feelings is valid yeah i don't think that we should because i've seen a lot of people on on social media saying like oh y'all shouldn't feel like this because certain things are still happening but it's just like 
what happens to the people that have been fighting this fight, like I said, since I was fucking 13? Mm-hmm. I want to celebrate when something like that happens. I want to, like, not celebrate, but I want to, like, express that feeling of relief. Exactly. I don't want to say, because I feel like we're not being honest with ourselves when we're not. Mm-hmm. Because when we're actually being relieved, how are we supposed to, like, when we actually get that relief, how, like, are we not supposed to express it? Are we supposed to, like, and I think that, yes, we're exhausted, but we don't have to, like, in a way, I don't know, but, like, you know, like, we're exhausted, but, like, we don't have to constantly, like, I don't know I'm just like I don't know where I'm going like I don't know what I'm trying to say but like it's like I'm on the tip of my tongue but like yeah I'm exhausted but like if I have a sign of relief I'm going to like yeah. embrace that absolutely it's I'm okay not to choose to be, happiness yeah yeah I'm not going to continue to be exhausted mm-hmm. if there's some type of like if I'm running and I get to like stop for a little bit I'm gonna stop because I'm not gonna keep running because I'm gonna burn myself the fuck out but if I get to stop and like breathe a little bit then i'm gonna do that and that's fine if you celebrated that victory what happened with the the Derek shoving trial Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm -hmm. that's okay because you've been through so much you've been seeing so much you've been internalizing so much it's okay to, to embrace that right it's okay to feel relieved. It's okay to feel like, yo, we finally got something. Because that's how I felt. I didn't hide it. Yeah, I was mad at shit when I turned around. I looked up and I seen a 15-year-old little girl being fucking shot and killed. Getting shot four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was mad when I seen Derek Chauvin walk away in cuffs. But I also, in the back of my head, I got to think about people that's being incarcerated for the smallest things. But getting that same amount of time. We talk about 420 and we talk about people being incarcerated for marijuana. It's people that walked away with those same charges that Derek Chauvin got just for weed. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. So, yeah, I'm kind of like fucking happy and I'm going to brace that shit that we got a racist ass cop convicted for three counts of murder. Of course, I'm going to be fucking excited for that. I'm going to brace that shit. But I'm also going to turn around and be able to fight again, like wanting to fight because I know that the fight not over. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a continuous war. It's a continuous war. And it hurts. It hurts. It hurts at times. It really do. But like I said, like, I just like. If you're going if you if you're going to embrace that shit, embrace it. Don't hide. Don't hide. Don't hide feeling relief. Don't hide feeling happiness. Happy. Like, it's cool. It's cool because I've seen a lot of people on social media like basically like pitting people up on the fucking wall and pitting knife in their back saying like you're not supposed to feel like this. Uh, yes, the fuck I am. Like, but hey, <laughs> on to the next. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like that was um that was the second question we had for you guys. Like you know like how do we celebrate victories and like you know how can we rest and recharge? Um, so I think like. I think with our podcast, um, we also like having um other voices and other people um perspective on things. So um 
this is a question to you too as well. Um, how do we celebrate victories? Me and Sydney's not always right. We don't have the answers all the time. Like we talking to each other, we're just trying to like feed off each other and like figure this shit out too. Um, so if y'all like you know if you want to join the conversation, if you want to also answer the question too as well, always like shoot us um a tweet, use our hashtags, um comment on our you know comment on our Instagram post to always keep like you know keep the keep the conversation going like. The conversation don't stop here at the podcast. So, yeah. So, our next question is... So, you know... We go through the emotional moment. Um, we celebrate... We get the... We, we You know, we celebrate the victory. Now, we're in the dream. What will the dream future look like for a black person? Like, we... Like... And, like... And, like, your wildest dream. Like, racism doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Slavery never happened. Um, yeah, like, what, like, how, how, like, how would it, how would it look? All of those things. <laughs> Every single thing you just said. <laughs> I think, like, black people would just be prospering. We wouldn't be getting pulled over for bullshit. Like, we wouldn't, I don't know. It, like, somehow, miraculously, all these years of the BS that black people, across the across the globe not just in america have endured is just erased and we're living our lives as if none of this shit Mm -hmm. ever happened (laughs) and i like i wish i wish that could happen so so desperately do i wish that we still had all the advantages that white people have you know right um especially like generational wealth i think i've become like so cynical with like this topic specifically because the way the game is set up, like the richest black person in this country, <laughs> the most wealthy black person in this country doesn't have a fifth of the wealth that the poorest, person. richest person, you know, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. has. Yeah. And it's just like because they've had such a crazy head start. If mm-hmm. our ancestors got credit for all of their inventions, got paid for all of their inventions, got paid for all the work that they put into this country, I'm pretty sure the wealth like the wealth gap wouldn't exist or we would actually be ahead <laughs> ahead of white people because you know we 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 get what's due to us, but that's not how shit is, so mm-hmm. I don't know also I just ugh, I, ugh, man. If only. <laughs> Go ahead. If only. I just think about like how happy we would be. Because in a world of like what we go through as black people, you know, it's fucking, you know, it's crazy. It's traumatizing. It's chaotic. Mm-hmm. But we still find some type of like happiness and mm-hmm. joy in it. And That's we're it. very fucking we're very joyful like yeah we're resilient we people celebrate this shit out of something uh-huh. you got a new job we celebrating it like so can you imagine if this shit didn't exist yeah like we're like very like joyful and happy like when we're like yeah like but like can you imagine if this shit never existed like how like life would be like it's yeah. crazy but and you know because- what i also want to bring up oh go ahead what I also wanted to bring up was this question is kind of hard for me because I think when you dream, 
it's cool dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we all dream. But I think when your reality is so real, it's kind of hard to dream. And, you know, like I said, like, you know, like, we're happier. Like, we're just happy people. Like, black people are just happy people. Like, we love celebrating and, like, turning up and being joyful and, like, stuff like that. But on the flip side, it's, like, it's kind of, like, hard to, like, think of that place because the reality is so real. It, like, don't leave space for it. Like, how often do we ask ourselves this? Real right. Like, how often do we ask ourselves questions like, how would the dream future be for black people? You know why we don't ask ourselves often that question? It's because we're constantly fucking fighting. Right. Like, we don't never get downtime to ask, like, or to think about, like, supernatural shit. We don't never get time to think about supernatural shit because we're constantly fighting. And it's like i want to dream and i want to think about things that like would exist if certain things didn't exist but the reality is so real it's just like i can't Mm -hmm. i can't like you know i can because i had to force myself but i wanted to come natural i want that shit to just pop in my head like this but it don't because i can talk about the dream and like you know what i and then just walk down the street and see somebody get killed by a cop so you know like for sure, but I will say, in my dream world, Van Jones wouldn't exist. I want that nigga arrested. <laughs> <laughs> For what? I don't know. Holy! Put that nigga in the slammer. I'm Please. hollering. You said Please you want that man arrested. He's so arrested sick. immediately. immediately. We're, we're gonna get to him in a second. We are going to get Mr. Jones. We are going to get his ass in just a second. Just you hold on. (laughs) Just you hold on. One last thing I want to see in like the dream future of black people. And this one, it's so important to me because I've heard like so many different expressions of this, but it's the like crab in the barrel mentality and (laughs) our wonderful executive producer, Jameer said from crabs in the barrel to crab legs. Um, which is like, okay, so for those of you who don't know, Crabs in the Barrel is just like when you see somebody else at the top of their game, like you try to pull them back down to a lower, like if you're on a lower level, you try to pull them back down to your level. Um, just like what Crabs in a Barrel would do. But it's so crazy. My granny, like a long time ago, she explained this to me that like crabs don't belong in barrels. (laughs) That's not their (laughs) natural habitat. So when you take people out of their natural habitat and you put them somewhere where they're endangered, they don't know what to do. They panic. And black people have been Mm -hmm. in this country panicking for hundreds of years because we like we don't know this. We know that we're not supposed to be doing this shit, but we don't know what it is Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be doing. We just know it ain't this. Um. And so we like it's not that we're necessarily trying to pull each other back down. We're all just trying to figure this shit out. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't coons out here cooning it up and there aren't like people just out here being assholes just to be assholes. But as a community, (laughs) why would you whisper that? (laughs) Lena Wave. Wait, we're going to get to them. We're going to. Do you want to get to them now? Stacy Dash. (laughs) 
Okay, so because Ron is cutting up, we might as well just like get into it. (laughs) We might as well get into it because you are cutting up. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but (sighs) we're we in the future we're gonna have a racial draft. And I told Ron, like, to be very clear, this draft is us giving black people away, not accepting anybody else. We're not doing any trade-offs. We're just giving people away. And you heard who Ron wants to give away. There's definitely a couple people I want to give away, though. Who do you want to give away? Van Jones, for sure. (laughs) Um, That nigga just, like... He's so insufferable. Like it's just so like <laughs> it's it'd be the crying for me though. Like he, it's the it's like tears. He'd really be thinking he'd be like the tears. It's the white woman tears and them tight ass glasses. Like, bro, <laughs> we don't care. You're white now. We we don't care. We don't care. We really don't care. Um, who else would I like to draft away? Um, the damn, hood healer. All the coons. <laughs> Oh, she's for sure going away. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. All the doctors, all the Dr. Sebi niggas that's telling you to eat asparagus to get rid of your cancer, they gotta go. Oh gotta go. my god. Gotta go. Not I, asparagus. No, I will say, no, I will say this. I will say this. Natural medicines do work, but science also works too. <laughs> modern medicine works too they both can coexist at the same time but you tell us niggas to eat fucking eggplants to get rid of fucking cancer it's not it it's not it I'm sorry I'm sorry you know I'm here for all the Dr. Sebi slander here for all the Dr. Sebi slander because he didn't cure shit I want y'all to stop that I want y'all to stop that I'm sorry he didn't cure anything Well, he, I'm not gonna say that but he ain't clear no AIDS and shit like that. I want y'all to stop that. Like, I want y'all to really do your research. Yeah. Because that trial, he did not bring any survivors to that trial. I'm just, I'm just, I just I'm just telling y'all the, the real shit because niggas was on my ass saying that, oh, you shouldn't be getting your vaccine because Dr. Sebi told y'all niggas, like, I'm, yeah. listen. See, that's my y'all problem just with it. Yeah, like. Oh, the whole tech niggas gotta go too. Yeah. They're definitely getting drafted. The people like that, they only, like, they, they're so surface level. Like, okay, you telling me to eat more raw vegetables, (laughs) but you're getting your raw vegetables from, like, Publix. Friend. First Mm -mm. of all. That ain't what you was talking about. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Alkaline diet, it's not even, like, you can't even, like, really survive off it. Um... Yeah, so... I mean, not only that, it's just that, like, humans, because, like, of, like, global warming and modern medicine and technology and all these things, our bodies are so different. Um, Mm -hmm. Our blood types are different. Our DNA is different. So what may work for one person's cells can literally kill somebody else. So shut up. Also, like... Also, like, I'm for sure not believing no nigga who grandson is out here saying that protein is a made up is made up. Like, bro, I'm not believing you. Like, yeah, I just don't know. I, <laughs> like, I don't what? Know. How is protein made up? Like, oh my god, how? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I mean, sure, know, like but... there are things that like the Native Americans did. There are things that Native Africans did. Um, they were like living off the land, but. That that was a hundred years ago. 
That was 75 years ago. Our, our soil is literally different now. Our landscape is First different all, now. Hold up. The whites came over here and literally fucked everything up. You don't really think that shit worked. No, nah, I'm playing though, but nah, I do, I do believe in, I do believe in natural medicine. Like, it's the, like I would really like oil oregano the shit out some real fast. But like, yeah, like I do believe in like elderberry and shit like that, and like certain things like that. Like, I definitely do believe in natural medicines. But like, y'all just be lying to these people sometimes. Like, telling these people to like do like a a a coochie cleanse going to clean like the herb. Like, that's not real. Oh, it's not realistic. God okay okay we're just gonna move on i would like to see it <laughs> i would like to see y'all stop this is the part of podcast that's actually i actually enjoy i actually enjoy this part when we really just like <sighs> i was about to say i would like to see y'all stop trying to use um candles to get rid of herpes just because you brought that up <laughs> go to the doctor friends if you are itching no you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> no, it was this girl on fucking TikTok. Oh god. She was She had like a dodo and she was putting like fucking spices. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like what sense does that even make? That's wild. Why would you do that? It was like a, like a, I don't know, but she was like pitting, like, what's the stuff they pit on, like, the mangoes, the Mexican people, like, what is it called, like, tajit? She was like pitting, like, spices and shit. I don't know, y'all. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I just don't. Why would you do that? Anyways. All right. I would like to see it. First up, like I spoke on a little earlier in the show, I would like to see black people keep our foot. Oh, our foots. Oh, my God. Our feet. Jesus, Sydney. I would like to see us keep our feet on the gas pedal. Um, The community response to black violence needs to stay strong. If you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. And that's just how we need to roll from here on out. Yeah, I'm for sure. Um, I would like to see white people just shut the fuck up period <laughs> like in general if we don't ask for y'all opinion on certain things you don't have to give it if i don't come to you and say hey what's your opinion i don't want your opinion yeah also stop speaking all our experiences yeah you're not black you don't know what we go through like no i'm being serious like you don't know what it is like being a black person regardless of if you live in kensington or not yeah um nancy pelosi this is especially for you um george floyd may he rest in peace his goofy ass girlfriend this is for her um the oakland raiders this is for y'all like this is for all the white people you guys like y'all are missing the mark when you think you say these little clever things or you think you say these revolutionary (laughs) things like he gave his life that man was not a martyr he was murdered he laid on that concrete he laid on that gravel and begged for his life that's not what a martyr for his mom yeah like by definition that's not what a martyr does so shut up like y'all have got to relax then it was like on scene and was like, yeah, because today 
George Floyd life mattered and I'm just like uh no if his life mattered he would be alive he would be alive absolutely see white people so let me stop I would also like to see international day of reparations I don't know how we need to get this off the ground but if anybody who is listening to this podcast right now um wants to hit the ground running on national day of Rep- international day of reparations and this is basically black people just taking shit that we feel like we're <laughs> owed <laughs> we, like okay the government won't give us re- reparations cool we'll take it from large corporations mm-hmm. the apple store here yeah, we I'm come down. i'm down we should start making it a hashtag I'm with it. When would, but when would, when would international um, reparations day be though? Would it be that's on, what like, I'm saying. Moment? Like we all have to no, we have to like get together and decide. The diaspora has mm. to get together and be like, you know what? Honestly, the only reparations I want is money. No, like, I like give me everything. I want land. I want iPads. <laughs> I want, I want free I groceries. Want, she want iPhones, earphones. Yeah. She want no, seriously. Stamps. I need a she new want like loans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want some loops. All that shit. I feel like it's old to me. So what's up? Mm. That's International Day of Reparations. Legalization of weed. I would oh, love sure. to see it. Free my niggas out the you know. A little weed ain't never hurt nobody. And I think people Her. know that. Like, they just... It's a power thing. White people want power. And this is one way well, for them to when get black it. people, when black people are a majority of consuming it, of course it won't be fucking criminalized. Like, yeah. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. We can get into that a little more on because I think we're gonna like talk about weed. This gonna be a series, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we Mm -hmm. can get into that more. (laughs) Um, our next segment. This is also gonna be fun. Who run the world, Ron? A woman drug dealers. Period. Um, (laughs) the niggas is not it anymore. Um, bro, you're a drug dealer. (laughs) Why the fuck do you have a job? Like. What are you like? I text like if I text you and be like, "Yo, I want an eighth." Why are you texting to me? Some at your work, bro. Like you're a drug dealer. That's your job. Why do you have a nine to five? Like you're I'm a you're a businessman. So like, sick of you you're, tonight. You're a CEO of a whole company. Why are you working a nine to five? I'm so what tired you of you. See, the woman drug dealers are it, and they fucking we be hitting the lid. <laughs> so. Um, it ain't women's. It ain't women's history month. But shout out to all the women drug dealers because y'all is it and y'all putting these motherfuckers out of business. Period. So yeah, I wish we had some. Ju- no, what the fuck? No, never mind. Mm-hmm. I see. I, I was see, about to say. I wish we had some much. drug dealers. The link. See, 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 see. I sound like the white men. They get me off. <laughs> they got me. They got the me. spirit of the white man is on you. <laughs> Okay, um, who run the world? Simone Biles. First of all, Simone keeps a man, keeps a fine man on mm-hmm. her. Shout out to her for that. Simone but also, keep a man, Biles. Period. She left her Nike contract um, to team up with Athleta, Athleta, one of those, which is a woman-based company. 
Um, and Simone feels like she was quoted saying something like she feels like they supported her on and off the court, mm-hmm. you know, not just as an athlete. They supported her as a woman. And I think that's pretty fire. That was a bold thing to do. So shout out to her. Um, and last thing. Oh, yeah. This probably should have gone and I would like to see it, but I'm going to still say it anyways. I would like for us to continue blackmailing white men for social progress. Like if that's what it mm-hmm. takes, dangling somebody's um, closet skeletons for us to progress, <laughs> then I'm with it. I am with it. I will start writing <sighs> ransom notes right now. <laughs> like, start lying on niggas. Let's keep it up. Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> we're talking to you. <laughs> The Como brothers is two totally different people, child. You think so? I don't think so. I think they're the same. We just don't know what the other one, the one that's on the news, his shit just hasn't come out yet. That's how I I feel. I don't pay nothing past white people at this point. Period. You can't. You cannot. You can't. All right. Next is space for general news and things that would be good for our community to know. Didn't you yes. know? Didn't you know? You want to start? So New York State, mm-hmm. New York State has fully legalized recreational weed. Woo-hoo. So if you try and get high, we going to New York. That's like the perfect fucking city state to do that. Like, right? I feel like <sighs> get high so, in the Bronx. I guess you know. I guess the politicians and like everything there, they're basically expecting people for like having like uh, marijuana. Um, marijuana like things on the record and stuff uh-huh. like that so let's get them like let's get the ball rolling with that for sure like it's so many people incarcerated for marijuana possession so i'm glad to see that happen um so yeah, yeah shout out to new york for that um and even i hope it just like catches on like wildfire because even alabama my home state is like and eh, may you know <laughs> This right. medical marijuana thing might not be so bad after all. So I hope by the time my kids are my age, everybody's smoking joints everywhere. Like how people used to Yo, smoke you know cigarettes. Gotta, <laughs> you know, I got a question because I think in like 10 years, I definitely think like the entire country will be legalized or like the next 20 years for mm-hmm. sure. Um, do you think like dispensaries like that's like popular now would lose their like popularity being as though like everything is like legal um i'm thinking about now like no i don't think so i think if they brand themselves right and they you know have a solid mm -hmm. business plan then they'll they'll stick around we'll see though you never know yeah that's interesting though but shout out to like the states that's actually um putting an effort to like legalize marijuana yeah on the progressive I think that's a good, end i think that's a good yeah on the progressive end i th- actually think that's a good step to like um getting rid of like mass incarceration like helping out with like mm-hmm. decreasing that num- decreasing those numbers but we have to do like mass incarceration starts from <laughs> police that that it, oh, it's like a whole like it's a cycle thing, yeah you can't cycle, you can't so. talk about anything without yeah. talking about abolishing yeah. um the police yeah, and the carceral the system police and the car- <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so Facts. yeah so shout out to like the states and the cities getting the ball rolling on that so love to see that um where are white people shit um do you have any all of them that recently? <laughs> no just uh, like white people stop doing <laughs> weird shit <laughs> in general <laughs> And that's 
So sick and shut um, in. Sick and shut in. Um, this is actually a new new. Well, it's new, new for this season. Like Black Millennial yes. has done it in past seasons, and then we kind of like strayed away from it in this season. But it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And the first people on the list are my arch nemesis, hookah smokers, <laughs> that judge weed smokers and cigarette smokers because you are smoking, smoking rat tails. So <laughs> what like hookah? Oh, my God. Someone FaceTimed me the other day and they like blew hookah smoke into the camera and I. I blocked them like right then and there. I hung up the phone and blocked that person. And I hope to never hear from them ever again in my life. Not the podcast being anti-hookah. <laughs> I'm crying. The anti-hookah agenda is being pushed by Black Millennial. Yo, no. <laughs> when I first got to college. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, What's going on? Sorry, guys. That's a that was a deep black ass yawn. That yawn came um, from the depths <laughs> of your soul. <laughs> but um, when I like first got to college, hookah was my shit. Oh like, my god! But like once I started smoking, I used to get dizzy as fuck from it. So I just like automatically stopped. But like yeah, like hookah is definitely nicotine. Just get the nicotine free like hookah. But I'm about to go on vacation in a couple of weeks, so I'm for sure going like be tapping that hookah so i you can't really be like anti-hookah right now so when y'all see me on let Instagram me tell you i've smoked hookah like twice in my life and that's only because samantha from sex in the city smoked it and she looks like <laughs> so sexy doing it but then somebody like told me what's in hookah and i've never gotten like high or felt any difference mm-hmm. so i was like i'm straight on it but good. also like i just don't like the i don't know it's just like i hate the smell and like the sound and like right oh, like, and we still in a pandemic stop fucking <laughs> blowing hookah smoke everywhere like ew um, all your respiratory droplets are like everywhere that's disgusting Oh, I know, I know one that's not on our list, but like, um, people that know that don't know the difference between a vaccine and a cure, um, <laughs> shut the fuck up, um, because getting a COVID vaccine doesn't necessarily mean I won't ever catch COVID again. It just means it helps me prevent from getting it again and yeah. having severe symptoms. Um, yeah. a cure, like a cure, we don't have a cure for COVID. That's that. Like, what are y'all talking about? Um, yeah. But yeah, no difference. No difference. A cure distinguishes the virus. <laughs> a vaccine helps prevent it. That's the difference. So shut the hell up. Yeah. But that wasn't on the list. I just had to say that. Really, but, anybody? Because smokers who are against the vaccine is on our list. So I just want to say everybody who's like anti-vax. Um, we're putting you on the sick and shut in list because you are sick <laughs> and you need to shut up. But I think. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, right? Let's talk about the anti-vaxxers for this. Let me get close to the mic because I have to tell y'all something. Um, I don't mind the anti-vaxxers because you do what you want to do with your life. You do what you want to do with your body, right? But there's a problem when you start judging people for getting vaccines because it's just like, you know, you got a vaccine when you was born, right? 
Like, why? Yeah, do and people's argument with that is like, I, you know, I was a baby. I didn't have a choice. Like, my parents made that decision <laughs> like, for me. Blah blah blah. But friend, like, you're you're you if you are a healthy adult and you went through grade school, yeah, you went through grade school. You went to college. At some point in your life, you got no, a vaccine. I didn't get chicken pox. You didn't get chicken pox. Oh, because vaccines, right? But for the niggas that don't got the niggas that ain't, that ain't getting vaccinated, let a polio fucking um outbreak happen. All you niggas is dead. I'm just saying that now. <laughs> I'm just saying that now. A polio outbreak. It's gonna sweep like dead, the black plague. <laughs> all you niggas is dead. Let a polio polio outbreak happen. Like y'all niggas is dead, b. Like oh my shit. god. Y'all niggas is done. Like, y'all niggas is done. Oh, um, you are truly a psycho. Um, yeah, like, and also, I'm just, also, I wanted to make it clear that we are not trying to, like, pressure or convince anybody into taking the vaccine. We're just saying, if you don't have a valid argument for why I should not take it, then you should shut up. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear shit that you have to say if you still out here eating oodles and noodles if you still out here uh putting your bacon in the microwave it like if you're doing any of those air fryer well that too oh no wait wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute because i put everything in the air fryer i mean but, but you're also not against the vaccine so it doesn't matter right right <laughs> but yeah um to the anti vaxxers learn the difference between the vaccine and cure before you start talking your shit on social media. Shut your ass up. Shut your ass up. Yeah, like- <laughs> and if you're having raw sex with strangers, but you won't get the vaccine, shut your ass up. Right. Ooh, and that live should- in color. Wait, that should be a um segment. Shut your ass up. We <laughs> 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 just tell people to shut up. Um. Okay. Moving along. Do you want to do... In Living Color. Okay. In Living Color. So, what are you watching? Did you watch um Snowfall this season? I'm sorry, y'all. I just couldn't get into Snowfall. Okay. I tried it. Like, I tried to rewatch the, the, the episodes, like, a hundred times, but I just can't get into it. You're sick. I don't know why. I'm going to try it again. But, yeah. Um, I've been watching The Hundredth. Wait, um, I was going to say out. something about Snowfall. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Jeez. Thirsty? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, um, I shout out to John Singleton for being like such a visionary that mm-hmm. Snowfall can like continue without him. Um, yes. I think it's amazing. It's forever fucked the CIA, but Snowfall is such a good story. And I got to interview one of the main characters, Aunt Louie. Um, for her modern life so check out that interview if you're into that type yeah, of thing shout out to you for working let's go i you see you all here okay now tell me about life. the hundred um the hundred it came out um i want to say 2015 um basically it's like this like I want. I don't want to say apocalyptic type show, but it basically like so. I 
I don't want to explain it. I'm a bad explainer, but basically, Earth had like this big, like this big ass nuclear explosion, and it killed like everybody on Earth, but like the people that lives in like space called the Ark, and basically like the juvenile, like juveniles on like the Ark get arrested, and they send like the hundred, the hundred juveniles down to Earth to see if it's like livable again, and like all this crazy shit happens. It's like the Maze Runner meets the Hunger Games meets the meets divergent meets all these like cool like sci-fi type shows but it's really good y'all you should really check it the fuck out it's like a really really good show i'm on season three um what else have i watched oh y'all should check out that um documentary i told you about on hbo max it's called 40 year prisoner it's Mm -hmm. really really good um if you don't know about the history of like um philly pd and like the move move movement you should really check that out like it really gives you a backstory of um the race's ass Mayor Rizzio and like how like Philadelphia Police Department is like one of the most like corrupt police departments in the country. It don't get talked about enough. Um, so yeah, yeah, check it out as well. Did you see on the news where they were saying that some I forgot which universities they were, but two universities in the Northeast like kept the bodies of some teenagers from the move bombing. To do like ex- hmm? yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that we oh the ashes the ashes the ashes yes I seen that yeah. I think I seen that the other day I'm gonna make like, sure we the link the, the um news story on yes. our social medias for everyone to read that who's interested but what a sick and twisted thing also, to do before before I say this before we go into the next can someone please do like a move movie before Alina Weif and fucking Tyler Perry touch it like I just don't want to see that because I know it's coming like somebody's going to like do a movie on like the move movement and I don't want Alina Weif to touch it or I don't want to see fucking Tyler Perry touch it so somebody get their hands on it but yeah Um, what's next coming soon um, the fast and the furious nine I think it's going to be hilarious. Personally, um, Bow Wow is back in this series, um, which is a big deal. I haven't watched since seven. See, that's I think this is the perfect one to get back into it. I think it's going to be hilarious. Tyrese and Ludacris are in like a ghetto ass spaceship. John Cena is okay. in the movie. Like it, the trailer was a lot it, it was really overwhelming but it was also hilarious and i think it's gonna be mm-hmm. i hope it's gonna be good um i'm also watching yeah. who killed sarah on netflix um it's originally in spanish so but they like they dubbed it in english or whatever but it's mm-hmm. really interesting it's i'm getting into it i'm mad like Spoiler alert, we don't find out who killed Sarah in the first season, but luckily season two comes out in like four weeks. So that's cool. Anything okay. else? Okay. Um have I oh I just checked out this new show with um Kate Winslet from um Titanic. Titanic. She got a new show. Yeah, she got a new show on HBO Max. It's like it was good. I was like really like stuck in the tv but i fell asleep on it last night so because i was tired of shit not because it was boring but y'all should check it out i forgot what it's called but it's on hbo max it's her new show um there's a new episode every sunday too so y'all should check it out i'm gonna finish watching it tonight um so y'all should check that out too as well any music you've been listening to um let me think oh young thug drops money bag yo drops 
I like yes. both of those projects a lot. It really just brings out mm-hmm. my inner Montgomery girl. So ratchet. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think that's pretty. That's all the new music I've been listening to. Everything else is old that we've already talked about. Yeah. Yeah, that's the music for me too as well. I've been checking out. Um, you know, have you know what been my happy song? What. I found my smile again by D'Angelo. Like that should be the theme song oh. for like Black Millennial. Like that is such a amazing song. I love like, D'Angelo. I feel like when I arrive to heaven, that song will be playing. <laughs> but yeah, that's the music I've been listening to. Um, so that's for bops and bangers, guys. Um, seems like we're at the end of the episode, and I'm about to cry because it happens so fast. Like no, it does happen so fast. We be fucking talking so much that we don't even be like realizing time. But Mm-mm. we just wanted to um go into our last segment for three things to stand. Um, I just wanted to stand a rebrand a layaway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> through Afterpay, Klarna, and Sezzle, and like um mm-hmm. Quad Pay and stuff like that. Yep. Because I used to work at Burlington Co Factory and. They used to be on a layaway, but now Afterpay got everything. Klarna got everything, like literally, mm-hmm. like they taking off, they taking over, like for easy payments, over. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so, all it is I'm, for I'm easy payments. Standing at the rebrand, the rebrand, a layaway for sure. How about you? Uh, hell yeah! I think um, like it's so convenient for people to do and it's like i'm just happy i'm glad that this is a thing now and that it's come back and i hope it sticks around because hell why pay a hundred dollars up front when i could just give you 25 now 25 dollars and then 25 (laughs) next when i get paid then 25 Mm -hmm. dollars next Mm -hmm. when i get paid like that's popping i love it (laughs) i love it Mm -hmm. um what else are we standing this week Chloe Bailey. I actually want to stand Hallie. Both so of them. So we, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I stand both of them. I just think, like, I don't know what amazing, miraculous mermaid shit she's about to give us. <laughs> but I just feel it in my spirit that this is about to be such a moment. Every time she posts like, oh, I, we just left rehearsal or blah, blah, blah. I just get so excited, like chills down my spine mm-hmm. because I know she's about to kill it. It's about to be so good. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the last thing we're standing is therapy. Yes. If you're listening, this is so your important. sign to get a fucking therapist. <laughs> Please. <laughs> It'll make the world a better place. Listen, if you don't think you need help, we all need help. If you think life is great, get a therapist. If you think life is bad, get a therapist. If you just don't know what the fuck is going on, get a therapist. Period. And yeah. I'm saying this as like a minister's daughter. My my daddy was like one of the main people when I first started therapy, who was like, okay, we're like, put this on your calendar, you know, make sure you go, blah, blah, blah. So no matter, like, if you're super religious, don't believe in any type of religion, no matter, like, who you are, get a therapist and get a good one. Even if you have to, like, date mm-hmm. around a little bit before you settle on one that you love, get one. 
Yeah, um, I just want I had some good news for y'all. Can I share some good news? Of course. So, um, I've been studying to become a deacon. That's beautiful. <laughs> Are you I'm serious? Playing. Well, <laughs> <I'm playing>. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to have that reaction. Cause I want to be supportive. I did. I literally just told your ass how my therapist is telling me to like express my support for people I love more, and I. <laughs> I'm literally trying to do that and your ass wanna play. <laughs> Imagine me being a deacon being a deacon, like what? No, but I could picture you being like at one of those <laughs> like contemporary churches, you know? Where oh, they like use Michael Todd, right? Yeah, you could be a deacon at Michael Todd oh, Church. Like, Cause God said I'm like, okay, bro. But that's the end of our episode, guys. Um, it was a heavy episode, but okay. <laughs> um, I'm so, sorry. <laughs> again, we just wanted to thank everyone for sticking with us and listening to every episode of the podcast. Um, we appreciate every listener. We appreciate every supporter. Um, you can always reach out, reach out to us on social media via Twitter, Instagram and facebook and things like that always listen me and sydney is the host but we always want to know other others opinions on what we're talking about if you don't agree with us if you do agree with us like we just want to hear some feedback we want to hear what you think Mm -hmm. um you know don't be don't be scared if you got something to say get off your chest shoot us shoot yeah shoot us a tweet you know hashtag us um we'll definitely pull you up on the next episode and like hey we might even call you up on the next episode you never know but um thank y'all for rocking with us and peace be black and beautiful always yes take care of yourselves and as always shout out to the entire black millennial family um we love you guys you hear the two of us but there's a whole team behind us that makes this show possible shout out to them and we will talk to y'all later See y'all. Bye.